I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the engineers at Tab. He comes and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We have four lines wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. So if you've ever had trouble getting in, today seems to be a good day. 800-966-WTIC. 522-WTIC are the numbers. So feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out. And as we're waiting for your calls, we do have some more technology news we want to bring up. And one of the ones I want to bring up is the folks over at Kroger. Kroger's a big uh, national um, supermarket. We don't have any around here, I don't think, but they're no. down south. They actually had uh, a fake press release claiming that Kroger accepts crypto. And it was so good, the fake was so good, that it even reached Kroger's own website where they actually put it on their own site that they were accepting crypto, even though they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so you know they're anxious to do this. <laughs> And they got their, they got tricked. So the there's a lots of cryptocurrency schemes going on out there. Actually, I actually was going to bring another story in where I saw uh, folks were duped out of a lot of money on another new coin that came out that just it had to it was based on Squid Game, oh, some sort of Squid Coin, Squid Coin, yeah. And uh, they everyone jumped in. Oh, I want to I want to in on this. Let's go. It's the next best thing. Another cryptocurrency, more fake money. And of course, the uh, the guys never intended to have a real coin. They just took your money and then left. <laughs> took your money, no. your, took your real money, and left. So uh, Kroger got tricked enough by this this uh, pump and dump uh, thing going on here with cryptocurrencies that they it actually ended up on their own site. So somebody in the marketing department didn't talk to the folks. In whatever department, I guess the finance department, to say, is this real? They just took the information and posted it. <laughs> now, when you say pump and dump, what what are the what are the bad guys doing here? They're hoping to spike uh, right. the the value of a bitcoin, right? Okay, it, it happens even with even with the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin and Doge, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. We're going to call it when you know Elon makes a comment about you know fake money and people get into it. 
it, it goes up real quick, right? So, you know, the manipulation of the market can be done so quickly and easy. And again, it's fake money. I, I mean, I, I am with, uh, what's his name here in, in Connecticut, the biggest hedge fund guy here in Connecticut who says he doesn't believe there's any value in crypto. And there's also Jamie Dimon uh, oh, said the yeah, same thing. Right. There's no value here, guys. So, which I completely agree with. And it's a very inefficient way to, to do a transaction 150,000 times um, more environmentally costly per transaction than if you just use a simple credit card swipe. 150,000 times. So if you care about the planet, get out of crypto. Right. Um, and it's causing all sorts of issues with ransomware. Um, oh, and it's uh, choking up the supply chain, especially on graphics uh, processors. Yeah, everyone's trying to well process the, the, uh, the, the uh, blockchain to get their piece of the bitcoin or um, my new bitcoin right which they get paid by having yeah. that blockchain thing running on their system so i don't know guys there's a lot of fake stuff going on out there and uh don't be victim to it like kroger <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put a link up the uh link out here so you can see what's going on now we have a caller on line one but because our call screen is uh not working i don't know who it is so justin can i take it ah we're gonna Okay, let's go to Jim from Glastonbury. What's going on, Jim? I just wanted to thank you guys. Last week you uh, fixed my problem. My wife's uh, new cell phone wouldn't pick up the uh, Internet off the router. Oh, okay. It was a password, huh? Yeah. Oh, you do remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, because it's, it's always that sim- it could be that simple, but I'm glad uh, yeah. I'm glad it worked. Just the password issue is all that it was. It's a matter of caps and lowercase. And, oh. Yeah. You know, had to, actually had to look at the, the printing, type it in correctly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Welcome to our there world. Was, there was just two problems. Um, everything went smoothly, but the first was, a couple of people in my neighborhood recognized my voice on the phone, and now I have to wear. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, I have to wear a floppy hat and sunglasses when I walk around the neighborhood. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna ask yeah. you what your password is too. <laughs> <laughs> and the, well, the worst part was I had to get my old bones down on the floor to read the numbers on the back of the router. Oh, oh so okay. You're using the default. That was the worst part, but yeah. luck, luckily I have AAA, and they sent a record and got me up off the floor. <laughs> so it, it worked out all right. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad it worked, <laughs> Jim. Somebody was going to send me out, this woman I live with was going to send me out to get a new router, but oh. I figured you, you guys were cheaper. We, yes, much cheaper. Yeah. And now you can take her out to dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Good. <laughs> Good move. All right, Jim. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for updating us. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Sometimes the simplest thing, yeah, Jim had called in. His wife couldn't get on her on the Wi-Fi, and instead of instead of diving in, a lot of texts just dive in to figure out technically why it's broken. And it's like, no, let's just start with a simple thing. It's probably something simple like your password. Right. And so... Uh, you know, Jim. Just that was nice of Jim to let us know that it was that because I actually was curious to see if we were right um, on that, and it turns out we were. So as we wait for your calls, eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. I've got another cryptocurrency story for you. Oh, a twenty-two year old Brit accused of Twitter sim swap heists is charged with stealing seven hundred and eighty-four thousand dollars in fake money. Uh, from folks. So basically, uh, a Briton was accused of carrying out the SIM swapping attacks to compromise high profile Twitter users' accounts. Um, basically, he was uh, targeting these folks. And 
this is what happens with sim swapping, right? So, you know, if you be, if you're a big champion of cryptocurrency and you're on Twitter talking about how much you think it's a great idea, the bad guys say, "Hmm, hmm that guy's a mark." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this this social ne- the social networking that's out there really is causing these types of issues. Uh, you get the social networking of Twitter and and Facebook and all that, where people are asking you, "Hey, if you're, you know, what they try to figure out what your birth date is, what your favorite color is, what your first car was, what your first uh, concert was. Guess what those are? Security questions, guys. Yeah, those are all security questions. It's not. Why would you participate in these Facebook responses telling people what your first concert was? Why is that a thing that gets you excited to do? I mean, get back to taking a picture of your food. Don't be telling people <laughs> what your st- this stuff is. Why and, and why? Because just because these ding dongs ask the question, what's the value in having it listed? You know, a thousand people saying what their favorite concert was. Now the guy knows who's keeping track of this, by the way, in the third world, oh, who's sure. got nothing else to do. He doesn't have to be in the third world. He can be anywhere. And saying, oh, okay, Dennis's first concert was Rush. Oh, neat. That's his. That's maybe his first security question, right? Or maybe his his you know favorite color is blue. I don't know. Um, why would you put this stuff on the social networks? Because these guys are going to use it against you. Not to mention LinkedIn, guys. LinkedIn is a professional social network. Oh. And you put all your information out there for who, who your main marks are. Who So... Who's who's writing checks? Who's cutting invoices? Oh, your controller. Oh, who's that? Oh, I see. It's Betty. Hmm. Maybe I should reach out to Betty as a bad guy and 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 start working her to try to figure out how I can get um, information for invoice theft, which is another big issue that's out there. Invoice oh, theft. Oh yes. Um, people are literally having their invoices that they're sending to their customers intercepted and then mocked up and changed so that the bad guys get paid rather than you the person who sent the invoice to your customer right invoice theft is a very big problem we had stories years ago about google and facebook some of them being google and facebook these high tech co- t- uh, companies being scammed over 22 million plus dollars in Ooh. invoice theft wow and we're seeing it i've seen it just recently across two one one was a prospect that i was meeting and another was a customer one of them lost $34,000 because they wrote a check to pay for something, or actually wired money, to pay for something that um, the bad guys intercepted the invoice from their vendor and said, pay it over here. And this prospect said, am I responsible? You know, is it my fault? Is it, am I responsible to pay that bill? I'm like, oh, yeah, you are. You, you, you paid somebody else for an invoice. Uh-huh. And the question is, where were they? In, how, how did the bad guys get in between the invoice and the customer, right? And you start looking at all these highly technical things. Oh, their email must be hacked or... No, they could just ask for it, you know. Right. Hey, can you send me an invoice? They just know the right person to ask. Right. That's so, really what it comes down to a lot of the time. It's a lot easier to do social engineering than to hack. Like yeah. like we joke about asking you your password. I do that to keep you on your toes about that. I know it sounds funny, but it's that is all they're doing. All these bad guys are doing is just asking you to give them the information and you give it to them. And you give it to them on your Facebook pages, you give it to them on your Twitter feeds, you give it to them wherever you let these guys know what you're about. And this guy, this 22-year-old, $784,000 in sim swap? Wow. And he was just attacking the, the main guys who dealt with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. I mean, what are these things even? I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. You can't buy a cup of coffee with them. Um, so we'll put a link out here for that story, but it's, it's ridiculous. We're going to take a quick break. I know we've got calls coming in 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. 
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Three lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And a little bit more on that SIM-swapping heist, as they call it. Um, The idea here is that when you have a two-factor authentication to your cellular phone, what the bad guy's doing is swapping that number or taking that number from you so that when he already gets your 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 account information to get the confirmation that second factor that we keep telling you to turn on two factor authentication it goes not to the owner of the crypto wallet's phone that number has been removed and goes to the bad guy's phone he authenticates right. and now he's in and takes all your money out of your all your fake money out of your fake wallet um and he walks away with it. Right. <laughs> so uh, you shouldn't. My point is, you shouldn't be using your cell number as your second factor yeah. of authentication. Uh, Google Authenticator. You right. can use a Ubico key. Use something like Duo. Something more real, because the phone company has a hard enough time billing your cell phone correctly. They're not in the security business. You can easily call up and act like you're somebody else. Hey, I want to port my number, and they'll do it. Yeah, you know. It, so it, be careful. It can be a dangerous business. So we're going, I think, Charlie and Rocky Hill first. What's up, Charlie? Hi, how are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Good. What can we do for you? I have, I have a quick question. Mm. My desktop finally died. Yep. And we'll have a funeral later in the week. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to have to purchase another computer. What would I be better off purchasing, a desktop or a laptop? I would tell you if you're not going to be mobile with it, and I mean taking it around places, get the desktop. It'll right. give you a lot longer service than if you bang around a laptop. Yeah, in general, you'll get more for your money with the desktop. Okay. And is there any particular brand that you would recommend and any particular Windows? Yeah. Uh, at this time? Yeah. So we'll start first with the specs before we talk about brand. You would want to look at an i5 or i7 processor, ninth gen or newer. All right. There's a lot of generations of these CPUs, so ninth gen or newer. 16 gigs of RAM minimum these days. And uh, a half a terabyte or 500 gig solid state hard drive. That would be a good system. Yes. And okay. it'll run Windows 11. What version of it will depend on what is loaded by the factory because it'll it'll update. Um, sorry, Windows 10, but it probably will come out Windows 11 now. Because yeah, and, it's and the latest. I would say that if the computer is offered with Windows 11, take it with Windows 11 and yeah. don't try to roll it back or any of that other stuff. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. And then brand. I mean, we like HP. Um, and that's a good option for you. So take a look at the HP brand, but there's plenty of other brands out there. The key for you will be help and support. You know, wherever you buy your computer, will you get support from it? Um, and some of the staples have good uh, support desks, so it uh, depends on who they've got there behind them. So take a look at those, and and good luck. Okay. Is Windows 11 uh, close to any of the other windows, or is it? going yeah. to be a whole new, new learning process for it, me. It's basically a graphically different version of Windows 10. In other words, the, the way the graphics look and the way the windows are put on the screen is a little different. But the guts of it, it's Windows 10. Yeah. What okay. were you coming from? What did you have, Charlie? Windows 7. Yeah, so it'll be a big okay. difference for it, you. You'll, you'll notice a huge difference. 
Embrace the change. But yeah, embrace it. Because Windows 10, well, Windows 11, either one, they're fairly stable at this point. Mm -hmm. And if the computer's made for it, then right on. Go for it. Okay. All right. Thank you for your help. Yeah, good luck, Charlie. All right. Thanks. Yeah, bye-bye. Have a good day. You too. All right. So and you should spend about a grand or so, a little more than a grand. You'll get a good machine. Let's go on to the next caller here. We're going to go to Andrew in Glastonbury next. What's happening, Andrew? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I have a simple question. Um, when you're on YouTube watching a video, like one of those uh, how-to videos, and, and then you get an offer um, to go on another uh, site for more information or to take a survey, is it possible um, to get uh, a virus or get hacked by going to a different website so you have to be careful um any any link to something else could be malicious right even the youtubers those some of those ad systems could also be impacted by viruses and malware as well so the general answer i'll give you is yes always is there a possibility now if you have good prevention in place you'll have less chance of being impacted so if you have open dns running Right, which yes, would, I do. Then, then if that's a malicious link, you probably would be okay. It wouldn't let you go to the malicious link. Uh-huh. So there, the DNS would protect me more or less? It'll protect you more or less um, because you can trust that, that that site is legit. And then you uh-huh. want a good antivirus running. Uh, Webroot is a good antivirus for workstations for home. Um, uh-huh. If you have those two minimum things, uh-huh. you'll be generally in good shape. Nothing's 100%. But you can always you should always assume anything coming up on your screen is potentially malicious these days. Even from YouTube, huh? Oh, even from YouTube? Even yeah, from YouTube, yes. Any link they put oh. in there, right? They can put a link in the comments saying you could have a great video there and then they've got a link in the comments that sends you to a malicious site. Why would you think YouTube wouldn't would they don't know what they're what's going on on no, their site? No, uh, the the YouTube site would have no control over that. They don't know what's there. It's Google. Right, Andrew. Google is the same problem. You Google something, they'll they'll let you go to the malicious site. They don't do a very good job of protecting you as they should. Um, but they got rid of their motto of "Do no evil." That's gone um, now. So, yeah, YouTube is owned by Google. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. All right, good luck, Andrew. All right. Yeah, so you should always be on guard these days. I know it sounds awful that you have to be. Well, the uh, first step is to have open DNS running. Mm-hmm. And he did that. So that's yes. that helps a lot right there. And then antivirus, of course. Yeah. Um if you don't have those two things running to protect your systems, you may as well just you're on the you're on the internet naked and uh you're just ready to be sent down a real bad path um without those t- type of things in place. And they're easy to configure. Open DNS is not a software it is an IP scheme, really, where you're you're actually going. Think of it as the the uh, busway, <laughs> right? Think of it as the busway. So you can imagine if you could use the busway. I mean, as for a car, right? If you could get off the highways, which are pretty much um, smash up derbies these days, and you could go ahead and hop on the busway, it'd be a safer way to drive up and down. Right, the highway because it's a it's a segregated off the off the network. Considering the highways are the network way to go, um, that's what Open DNS is. It's basically a safer internet. It's going to have a more vetted um, 
source of sites. So if it's a malicious site, they're already going to put it in their system saying, nope, you can't go there. We, we don't recommend that. You should go there. Also, you can configure it for categories. If you don't want your kids to go to sites you wouldn't be proud of, you can block those types of sites. You can block types of sites. You can block categories of sites. And that's just by adding a little tool to your computer where you log in as the for a free service and say, hey, I want to filter these things. So you can do a lot to protect your your computers and your network. We're going to be here for, for another half an hour. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So we've got one line open. Uh, so feel free to get online over here during the news break, and we'll do our best to get back to your call. So MJ, Joe, and then the mystery caller on line one that I don't know, thanks to our call screening issue. Um, hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. We're here till 11 o'clock. One line open for you. Feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out. Let's get right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to MJ in New Haven first. What's happening, MJ? Hi. Hi. Uh, hopefully you can hear me. It's yes. kind of a flaky connection. Yep. Uh, I have a what-if kind of question as it involves an Internet service providers. Sure. I currently have bundled services from Comcast, voice, data, and cable. Yeah. And that's because uh, I caved into my wife. Um, but <laughs> She's not listening. And right? you say this over no. the radio. <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't listen. I'm the I'm the resident nerd in the house. All right. Um, in any event, I have uh, caught wind of the fact that NetSpeed might be coming available in my area. Lucky. So here's here's my problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least it's my perceived problem. I have a router that services both the data and the voice portion of the services from Comcast. Right. It came from them. And if, if I want to go with another Internet service provider, how do I disengage the data part from that router so I can use another ISP? So you're going to dump the whole shooting match with that cable provider. You're, you're not going to – it's an all or nothing here, MJ, and you're going to love it, and you're going to, you're going to save so much money that you'll be able to take your wife out for dinner once a month on the savings. Okay. okay. So that's why she's going to be all in on this. So you're going to get your own router and you're going to, and uh, go NetSpeed's going to provide the fiber modem to you right. as part of their service and uh, then you're going to go and get a streaming internet service from YouTube TV or from Hulu or from Sling, whatever of the streaming services you're interested in. Now you've got all your state all your TV is back, live TV, local TV is all back. And then if if you really need a phone number, you're going to port that phone number over to a product called Uma. And oh, yeah, I've heard their advertisement. Yeah, it's five mm-hmm. bucks uh, a month uh, to do an Uma number, or just do the final step and get rid of your local phone number because you have cell phones, I suspect. I have a cell phone, but we have like you know the landline number is kind of like associated with our identity going back years. Uh huh. I'd have to tell a bunch of people I got a different phone number. Okay, well, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. And get rid well, of it. When you're married to my yes. wife, it is. I understand. <laughs> I understand. You're in big trouble, but Again, I understand. Things going out <laughs> over the air. I'll guarantee you she's not listening to this. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Uh, we do have a... might be the one exception. Right, right. We do have a good demographic of, of, of folks that are listening, but I hear you. Um, so, yeah, so you can do UMA, and so you pay your five bucks, and now your landline's back. Yeah. Um, and you would get rid of the, the luxury car payment you're paying for your bundle 
uh, by cutting over to these other services, and you can choose what you really need. I mean, YouTube TV right. is not as cheap as it should be, um, right. but there are other services that are, like you could do Sling and other methods of streaming and yeah. you know, cut the cable, and you're going to get a great internet service that's going to stay the same price for the life of the service, no data caps, and it's fiber. It's synchronous up and down. Um, you don't right. need to go and spend the most money. You could start with just 150 no matter what your wife says. Tell her the 150 is what you want to start with, and you'll be fine. Right. Uh, if you want to pay get more, go ahead. Um, they're a great company either way, but that's what you're going to do. And uh, they, well, I have to get rid of everything from Comcast and, and individualize the other services. That's the way to do it, yes. The, the idea of a bundle is to make you pay for a bunch of stuff you're not going to use. That's why they bundle All it right. together. Court, I'm gonna make <laughs> I don't know, man. I, know. I think you might have earned that some of that yourself. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. You're, but you're gonna with all the savings, you're gonna take her out to dinner every month. There's no way you're gonna get divorced over that. No. No. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. You got it. Bye bye. Because some of the costs of a cable bundling is, you know, two. Th I've seen three hundred dollar bills. I mean, what are you spending all that money no for? No way. Yeah, I, w I was just at a client site where the cable company was going to give them phone lines for sixty bucks a line. Sixty? Um, yeah. Or they wanted to rent phones to them for twenty five bucks a phone forever. And when you look at the cost of that type of approach, and you understand it's the cable company, your prices aren't going to go down. No. Um, you know, it's crazy when you have a, a company like GoNetsby coming in saying, well, you can have this high-speed internet fiber service guaranteed for life, no data caps. Your price is guaranteed for life. So even if you move within within their network, they say they will keep that price for life. Um, come on. Why aren't you doing it? I wish, I wish I could do it. I have underground cabling. They're going mm. for the low-hanging fruit first. Mm. I would love to have GoNetsby in my neighborhood, but they're not going to fight that fight yet. They're only fighting with the polls for now. All right, let's go to uh, Jane in Bristol on line one here. What's going on, Jane? Hi. No, it's actually Jan, J-A-N. You oh. can drop the E. Oh, very oh. good, Jan. And first of all, thanks, you guys, for what you do. Your show is absolutely fantastic, and I learned an incredible amount of stuff. Great, thanks. Um, I have started to get emails to a Yahoo.com account that I don't have. So they come into my inbox. My inbox is not configured. I'm, I'm sitting here on my iPad right now just looking at an email, and it's a spam email, obviously. But it's coming to um, an email address at yahoo.com. I do not have a yahoo.com account. If I tap on it to look at, you know, the, the header. details and yeah. the, you know, it does say, you know, jgerko at yahoo.com. It's not my email address. I don't have a Yahoo account. Right. So that's just a, it's just the name. You, they are sending it to your mailbox, making right. it look yeah, like it's, it's a Yahoo one. Where, but see, I, I tapped on the thing to, you know, you know how somebody's name comes in and you tap on it to see what the email address is behind mm -hmm. the scenes? Yeah. yeah. I did that. Mm -hmm. And it's the Yahoo.com. Right. So there's no email address for me to find in here. Do you want to show her how to open that mail and look at the header information in more detail? Yeah, this she's is on an iPad, you said? Yeah. Hmm. That might be harder. Um, you want me to go to my computer? Well, is it happening on your computer, too? 
Probably. Yeah, I think it might be. Because they're actually um, sending it to your mailbox. What are you actually at? Don't give me your full email, but what is your? Where are you actually no, well, at? Well, I have two. I have two email addresses. I have I have a mac dot com. Yeah. And I have a Gmail. Okay. So they are they are not sending it to a even though it says you you uh, Yahoo. Yahoo. They're sending it to your other two accounts. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, but I, see, I can't. I, I mean, I know how to. All right. Let me just. Well, before you go too crazy, you could just right-click yep. and block it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one of those that wants to know who's really sending it and why is it coming in and all that stuff. It's a phishing and, scheme. You know, like and and it may not system. even be a person. It may be some bot on the Internet right. somewhere. It's a phishing scheme um, making it look like it's you sending it to you. And then it could be meant to have you actually click on things to try to figure it out. It could be one of those things, literally, where you're kind of taking the bait. Um, I would tell you to just ignore it. Trying to figure out who's phishing you is kind of useless. Um, but they are sending it to one of your two accounts, the actual Mac account or the Gmail account, making it look like it's going to a Yahoo account as you. But when I click on when I expand the header thing. I know. I know, I know what you're it, saying. Still says the yahoo.com address. Correct. It doesn't matter that that address doesn't exist. It's just a, it's just a, think of it as the return. They're sending it to your actual mailbox. So think of it, think of it right now. If I sent a letter to you, I could put your return address on the letter to you, right? I could write that on the envelope. The mail is still going to get it to you. The, the way mail works is you have to be credentialed. So you have to log into the mailbox. So you don't have a Yahoo account. You know that's not your account. So they're sending it to your actual account. That I can promise you. One of the two of them. And trying to make it look like you. They could be sending it to all sorts of people like you. And you happen to be the one that is also the victim of it. Um, just to say, hey, it's it's Jan from Yahoo. And here's what I want you to do. Just right click and block it. Go into your spam yeah. settings and block it. There's not really a whole lot you can do to stop it. Other than... Saying it's so spam. there's no way I can find out what the address is that it's really being sent to, even whether if whether it's my whether it's my Mac account or my Gmail account. I, I can't find out which. Well, you should be able to go into your Gmail account separately. So go into your browser and see if it's in your Gmail. Right, go to your Gmail account. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And see if it's there. Right, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Yeah. Right, because right now you have a combined okay. mail system where you've got it going both yeah, accounts going to one. So just log in as a browser. Actually, I can do it right here on my on my. Uh, Actually, I have three accounts. I have a Comcast, I have a the Mac, and I have... All right, so it's coming into the Gmail one then, apparently. There you go. Okay. Right, and then um, right-click and block it, and no, it'll never... Actually, no, wait a minute, no. no. All right. No, it's not. <laughs> it's coming into one of them. three accounts right in my... In, yeah, it's not in any of them. But how do you it's see it? All, it's in the all inboxes. But it, right. But then, then, all inboxes... <laughs> Is the three all of three them. of them combined? Right. But when I but see, I have the ability to go over on the left hand side. I'm in the mail, you know, account on on my yes. Mac laptop, and I can open the, the so arrow Jan, and I can look at the Comcast, the iCloud, or the Google right. separately. Yeah, trust us, it's coming to one and of them. We promise you, it yeah, is. But it's not here. That's bizarre. It, I it, know exactly what you're talking about. All right, good. And, <laughs> I do. I promise I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So in one and of those three accounts. Not in any one of them. Okay. Well, 
We think it is. You're going to have to find which account it's coming into, right-click and block it, um, call it spam. But don't kill yourself trying to figure out who's sending it to you. you got better things to do. Um, yeah. Don't, and even if you did find it out, you're not, you're not going to respond to yourself, respond to the bad guys and say, stop sending it to me. I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the people that are running the bot that are probably sending it out maybe in Russia. I mean, what are they going to do? What hour are you going to get to them? And you don't want to talk to them anyway. You don't. Yeah, no, 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 no. I just wanted to know which email it's coming to. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do is know the, which Look email at each one individually. Really yeah, each one individually, like Dennis said, is the way you should yeah. try to do it. And, and, and then I've... figure out where it's coming. Okay. Um, one other thing, I did beat Comcast at their own game. Hmm. Huh. Um, can I share? Uh, if it's quick, sure. Yeah, real quick. Um, I, I was the Comcast bill was getting absolutely outrageous, ridiculous, and so I canceled Comcast and I opened up a brand new account, um, same address but called it the office. There you go. As opposed to, and so I have I have internet, high speed internet for thirty nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> there you go. For the next year or two, yeah. which I was going to go with Go NetSpeed because they're now in Bristol. Yes. Um, uh-huh. But actually, I'm $10 to the good every month right. until this Comcast thing runs out. You work them, Jane. So, oh, Jane, yeah. I like yeah, it. I take it, take advantage of the promo. <laughs> yeah, good for yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Right. Good luck. Right, bye. Bye-bye. She beat him at their own game. Nice. All right. Should I keep going, Justin? I can't hear you. You have to use the microphone. <laughs> All right. We're training a new board op here, so he's got to learn how to use the microphone. We're going to take a break, he says. So we take a quick break. Joe, a couple Joes and a John. Hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab and the final stretch here, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with healthy rounds. We told you the lines are all jammed up. 9 o'clock Ooh. hour is a lot more open. 10 o'clock hour gets a little jammed up. Uh, so let's get right to your calls here. We're going to go to Joe in Colchester first. Hey, Joe. Hi. Uh, it's it's Phil in Colchester. It's all right. Oh. We got Justin's learning over there. Names are tough. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Phil. <laughs> Just a, a real quick question. Uh, I bought a Acer Chromebook for my sister for Christmas yeah. uh, to you know play with her emails. And... Uh, I, I leave my. I've got a laptop, an HP laptop. I leave it plugged in all the time, I, because I just use it on a desk and uh, never goes anywhere. And my uh, nephew set up the Chromebook for my sister and told her, "Don't leave it plugged in." What What's your advice on that? Leave it plugged in. It will be okay. Uh, the advice that was given not to do that was good maybe 15 to 20 years ago, but not anymore. Um, okay. The battery, the power pack itself, and the computer all have power management in them. They talk to each other. The battery knows when it's heating up, and it knows enough to tell everything else to step down. It knows its own chemical state. It, it'll be fine. It will be right. fine. I, people are going to tell you different. I'm telling you, you're going to be fine. Okay. Thanks. Love your show, and uh, thanks for the help. All right. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> All right. He's not Joe. He's Phil. Let's go to an actual Joe in Torrington. What's happening, Joe? Hey, how are you? Good, sir. How are you? Great. Thank you. Fin- finally calling in for a problem. Hey, all right. All right. We knew you'd have one someday. <laughs> 
someday. And this is it. It's a curious, <laughs> uh, curious problem. Sometimes mm. my laptop, uh, it's, it's an HP. It's about five to six years old, uh, eight gigs of RAM. Um, it will apparently freeze while it's doing items. Mm. And um, when I finally got the task manager open and you look at the, the usage columns up there, there'll be times where the disk column is at 100%. Uh-huh. And I started to do a little look around, and I guess that's not normal or really great to have happen. Right. And I, I didn't know if there were some things I could do to try to uh, improve that. Well, um, in, in Task Manager, what task is running at that's at the, at the top of the list of what's drawing disk time? Uh, it, uh, right now? Um, no, only right when it occurs. When, when, you're, when it's oh, pegged it's, at 100%. That's the question yeah. you have to ask. Take a look at that. If it's something right. like antivirus, um, yeah. it may be because it's updating or it's in the process of doing a scan mm-hmm. um, of one or more files. And the best thing to do is to let it go. And if it keeps going for too long... Uninstall the antivirus, restart okay. the computer, reinstall the antivirus, and then see if that causes it to settle down. Um, okay. There are yeah. other things that can happen that cause that, but that's just that's the one that I can describe the solution to very quickly. And you see it the most. Right. And I see it a lot. Yeah, I see yeah, it a lot. A lot of times uh, that it's the anti-malware service. Oh, that is Windows' own built-in win, uh, uh, Defender. Windows Defender. And right. their system is six years old, and it may and, be getting right. tough with, on it. With that, um, you obviously can't really uninstall it. Uh, you can right. disable it, but... You, it won't remain disabled forever. And you can, I think, configure it to maybe not scan during the during your day, and you can set it so that yeah. it scans off hours, and right. that might stop okay. interfering with it. But as your some, machine sometimes gets Sometimes that's the one yep. that'll trigger it. But other times it'll just pop up to 100% with, and and I don't always sort it uh, to see what's at, uh, at the top. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, you know, the other day I deleted out uh, the recycle bin, with a couple billion, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. A whole bunch of files, and that seemed to have helped it. Um, you know, because in the morning when you try to start oh. things up, uh, well, that's when it would really be slow. Then what it's what Windows is doing is it's doing a little housekeeping with that recycle bin. Mm. It's right. taking a look at saying, "Gee, I got a lot of old stuff here. I'm going to cast these things off." But it's checking the like the file dates mm-hmm. to make sure that it's purging the oldest stuff first, right. and yeah, that that can eat up a little bit of disk time, sure. Mm-hmm. But that's a normal built-in function of Windows, mm-hmm. and right. it ideally should back down once an interactive program like something you've opened is right. running it takes over. Um, yeah, sometimes now, it'll happen. Yeah, and if the the problem is if the disk is a little bit older, um, mm-hmm. and there might be some problems with. I assume it's a magnetic disk if it's five to six years old. Right, spinny disk. Okay, spinny disk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spinny, um, spinny then disc. then the disk itself, the drive may be getting a little bit aged. Yeah, for lack of a better word, you can defrag it, it. Yeah, and that's what I was I was wondering. You know, like I didn't know if I should do a check. 
disk no, function? No, I wouldn't do that. Function. I would do no. a defrag. Yeah. Defrag. Yeah. Do you have a backup? Okay. Uh, I made one last week. Good. And uh, I have an external hard drive, so I uh, plugged it in and Good. I did do a full backup of the system, um, everything that was on there. Awesome. Uh, so that was one of the items I was wondering if I should do because I don't believe I've ever done the defrag. All right. Yeah, um, do the defrag, and that'll speed it up, Joe. We're running out of time. Okay, I'll let you go. All I right. appreciate your help, gentlemen. You're welcome. Good luck. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live to computertalkwithtab.com. I want to thank Justin for being trained. He's getting. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Matt, for doing it. And uh, so everything has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com. Dr. Leslie's in next with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. Remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.